Hey friends, welcome back to All Things Education. I'm Beth Steele, and today I wanna to talk about confidence and the growth mindset, that power of the word yet. I genuinely love elementary students because, well, I love all students, let's clarify that, but there's something special about elementary students <clears throat> because majority of elementary students have a no fear attitude. You know what I'm talking about, right? The teacher will ask a question and whether the students know the answer or not, those hands go flying up many times before the question is even fully asked. And then when the teacher calls on someone, there can be this really long, silent wait. The teacher will re-ask the question, maybe using different words, and there's more wait. And then the teacher may say something like, oh, do you wanna maybe ask a friend for help? And most of the time, the friend that the student asks for help has an answer. Again, whether it's right or wrong doesn't entirely matter, but the friend gave an answer. In these cases, knowing the answer is a bonus, but they know somehow these young learners know that they just need to talk and they need to communicate because that's a way that we can all learn. And hence that no fear attitude. They just go for it because they're learning constantly with every word that comes out of every mouth. They are learning. And so they know well, it might be right, it might be wrong. I'm going to go for it because they haven't learned the the that giving a wrong answer may be humiliating, maybe upsetting, right? And those are we don't want that. That's that will kill all forms of learning, and we do not want that in our classrooms. So, last week I was in a kindergarten classroom. Um <laughs> students were playing a game on um, the iPad. It was an educational game. It was working on phonics and using words. And um, one student just so, they have headphones on, right? So they have headphones, they have their iPad. And one student just kind of like half got out of his seat. He like perked up and was like, yes, I'm so good at this game. I couldn't help but have a huge smile on my face when he said that. I gave him a big thumbs up, a huge smile, and he returned to his iPad and kept on going. The confidence that that student had was awesome. It was awesome. It was invigorating. And unfortunately, I haven't really seen that confidence in our older students. Um, and so it makes me wonder, well, first of all, it makes me sad, right? Um, but it makes me wonder at what age does that shift exist, right? That shift of, I can be confident in myself and know that I'm good at this to the constant doubting of 
mm, I don't know. I don't know if I have the right answer, so I'm not going to say anything. Or I don't think I'm good at this, so I'm just not going to do it. Um, and more importantly, right, so the first wonder here is at what age does that shift exist? And the second wonder that I think is actually more important is why does this shift exist? Because like I said, that questioning, that self-doubt can just kill the learning environment. And no one wants that, right? Um, and so it's interesting because it happens, sadly, seemingly at a young age, right? You speak to a middle school student or a high school student, and they will say, oh, I'm, I'm not a good writer. Or the classic we've all heard, right? I'm just not good at math. Ugh. Talk about a heartbreak, am I right? Because at some point, that student got the message or interpreted a message, albeit maybe incorrectly, that that student isn't good at fill in the blank, writing, math, horseback riding, anything, singing, right? Or the message was, you aren't as good as someone else at whatever the activity or skill is. And so that message, whether, whether that is what the message was intended to be or not, the impact of that message is huge and it's internalized and it makes shifts in our students in how they think about themselves and how they approach their learning moving forward. And so this is where that growth mindset comes in. So Dr. Carol Dweck coined the terms fixed mindset and growth mindset. And these are beliefs about learning, right? So in a fixed mindset, just like it sounds, you're fixed, right? You have the skills that you're going to have in your lifetime. You have them from the beginning. You don't, have, you don't acquire any more. You can't work to acquire any more. You have the ones that you have. Um, in a fixed mindset, you avoid challenges. You don't really like when things get difficult. Um, you may not persist or persevere through any challenges. Whereas in a growth mindset, it's total opposite, right? In a growth mindset, it's the belief that, yeah, you can grow. You can acquire new skills. You can work through things that are difficult, right? Um, in a growth mindset, one might embrace challenges. They might persevere or persist when things get difficult. Um, in a growth mindset, you're going to learn from criticism <clears throat> um, because you believe that you can, as an individual, become better. You can hone your skills, right? Um, and that's the beauty of the growth mindset. And a lot of times when we talk about as educators, right, the, the, what I remember when I first learned about fixed mindset, growth mindset, the, what jumped out at me and what stuck with me and the reason I remember growth mindset versus fixed mindset is a simple word. And that word is yet. Honestly, it's one of the most powerful words, right? So when you say, oh, you know, I'm just not a good writer. 
yet. Wow, think about that. Think about the difference between those two phrases. I'm not a good writer, and I'm not a good writer yet. One of those statements is coming from a fixed mindset, and one of those statements is coming from a growth mindset. The word yet shows a growth mindset that if you persist, if you keep at it, right, you can become a better writer. Now let's acknowledge, you're, you may not become the best writer in the world, right? But you can become a better writer. That is a growth mindset. Being able to hone your skills, to work at them, to persist, to persevere, that's a growth mindset. So the, I have found ever since the day that I learned about growth mindset versus fixed mindset, the power of the word yet. And it's huge. So when I hear a student or, or an adult, anyone, when I hear someone say, oh, I'm just not good at blank. I give them a second. I pause. I'm super good at wait time. So I'll pause. And if they don't say the word yet themselves, I'll say it for them. So again, it sounds like this, right? A student might say, a young learner might say, oh, I'm just not good at, at multiplying fractions yet. Dang, there's a difference there, right? Yet, that word yet, saying that word to that student is so powerful. It says a lot in one in one word, three letters, one word, so much happening, right? It says to that individual, I believe in you, right? You may not be good at it today, right now, but we're gonna keep working at it because I believe that you can be good at it. It also says to that student, you wanna know what? You can do it. It gives them the confidence and the belief in themselves that they can do that, that thing, right? That skill, that multiplying fractions, they can do it. And as educators, as the, as the adult or just the other person in their, in their lives, I'm gonna lend that confidence to them so that at some point when they're able to do it, they say, oh, I have the confidence in myself. They don't need my confidence anymore because they were able to develop that confidence in themselves. That is a powerful life skill. So for this and so many reasons, I really, really strongly believe that as educators, we have such an ability, and it's an amazing ability, to strengthen the confidence of our students. And we can do that in a couple of ways, right? As I just said, the growth mindset, the power of the word yet, right? Filling in, and it's amazing how our learners will pick up on that, and then they start to say it themselves. And then they work at it, and they realize, I, I can do this. They're building their own confidence, right? We. We just need to give them that little bit to start. And they got this. So growth mindset, power of yet. 
another way to really strengthen and help build the confidence of our learners is setting the tone for the class. So in, remember we talked about at the very beginning, in our younger learners' classrooms, there's this no fear, right? They're not afraid of their classmates making fun of them or repeating an answer that may not have been right. But in our older, with our older learners, that fear is very real. And that fear will keep them closed off and shut. And we know that that doesn't help learning, right? So setting the tone for the class is critical. So when I was a classroom teacher, I always, on day one, without fail, I would always, always say to the students that there was mutual respect in the room, right? And I, I, this is exactly what I said to them. I would say, I respect you. I would like for you to respect me. And I would like for everyone that is in this space together to respect each other. If we can manage to do that this year, we are going to have a fantastic year. But if we're not able to do that, then we're going to have to do some changing and some fixing to make sure that we can get to a space where that can happen. And I would, I would ensure that that was held to, right? So the second that something felt off or that some, someone in the room may have, may have potentially felt a little bit disrespected, right? There may have been a little giggle, a little something. I would pause because to me, the lesson that is more important is the how do we treat each other in this learning space where we learn together? Because if someone shuts down and feels uncomfortable, they're not going to access the learning. And that defeats the whole purpose of what we're all doing there, right? So I would hold us to that. And it only had to happen maybe once, twice max. And the students picked up very quickly of, oh, that this is not how it is in this classroom, right? So setting that tone for the students is so, so, so important. And it's with these ideas, right, of setting the tone for the class, having a growth mindset, and using that growth mindset and encouraging others to use the growth mindset is when students realize that that space, that learning space, is a space where they can take risks and become good at games or at skills, right? You can have a learner who props themselves up and says, yes, I did it. I'm proud of myself, right? I'm good at this because they've worked hard to get there. And isn't that the goal? To help our students learn the skill? Yeah. But also how to learn the skill. How to continue on when things get tough. Because we all know they get tough, right? But our students are tougher. Sometimes we just need to remind them 
and ourselves of that.